number two. Am I number I don't one? understand how I'm a number one. Number one. Oh. Put me down. No, I'm putting you down. You don't need it. <laughs> I can't hear myself now. Can you hear me now? Hello? You want louder? Hello? Check, check. Hello? Check? Yeah. Yeah, good. This is what it really sounds like to be live uh, together once again, reunited in the basement. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. Ah, it feels so good. This feels really good. Right? <laughs> this feels right. This podcast is dedicated to Tech Tom. Happy birthday, Tech Tom! Thank you. Thank Happy you birthday, much. Tom! <laughs> so, last episode, we were. Maybe Cindy thought I was joking. When, no, um, no, I just forgot what day it was. Yeah. So, I said, <laughs> we were like, oh, how about we record. We, record all together on tech tom's birthday and make that the you know the start of us getting together again to record zoom is all great and everything but it's nice to see all your faces at the same time yes and this Um, just sounds and feels better so much better (laughs) you can like see that i'm about to say something so you can pause yeah so we're not we're not talking on top of each other and the computer's not freezing And it's nice and cool in here. You guys mentioned it's like yeah. nice and reduced temperatures underground. So for all my friends on the East Coast, they are getting hit with some heat right yep. now. But we are too, um, compared to what we normally are registering around this time, like 75, 80s, right, for um, July. And so today we hit 90. Right? Really? Felt like it. Yeah, we definitely. I know I was in Bellevue and it was 90, 91. So it was hot. I'm like, I like stepped out of my car and I was like, oh. I'm not used to this anymore. Mm-hmm. The funny part is it's not as sticky and muggy and humid as it is on the East Coast, but I don't know if I could handle that heat if I went back home. Oh, no. I mean, I can't. No. Like, I always knew I didn't like it when yeah. I was in Miami. Like, ugh, hot and sweaty all the time. But leaving and coming back, it's, like, way worse. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is just – like, I hate yeah. it. I'm so – My mom, um, I talk to her every single, you know, weekend or whatever, and she's just like, I – I'm so sick of the shit. <laughs> she just had it because she's like, I don't even want to go outside for a walk because then I'm dripping wet and mm-hmm. it's just like gross. And I was like, see, you should have came to visit, Maria. You should have came to visit. Um, so anyways, uh, it feels the worst part I think about this and this is uh, – or the worst part of this would have to be if you – now, if you have a car with leather seats and they're black and it's 90 degrees <laughs> out and you get out of your car – for let's say 30 minutes, and now you get back in your car and you're wearing shorts, you will realize that that's going to burn your ass. <laughs> Do you have black leather seats? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. happens to me all the time. So, like, I will look around and see where there's some shade, mm-hmm. right? So that I can, like, you know, um, yeah. I don't know if they're leather or they're pleather, right? But they're mm-hmm. like that. And yep. so it burns. It will burn your, your legs. Yep. Like park farther away, find a tree. It's like, I'm okay walking a little bit yeah. as long as there's Just shade for, for shade, the car. So yep. that at least as long as my side, the driver's side is in the shade, I'm cool. Yep. Like if it's on the you know passenger side, I don't care. No one's on the passenger <laughs> mm-hmm. side, right? So like um, – but I'm excited because in the last – what was it? Probably a couple weeks. Was it a week, two weeks ago? Maybe like a month ago I fixed my car because the fan wasn't working. Whew. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have AC because nope. I'm like blasting that AC as I'm like driving to work and stuff. So yeah. that happened to me in college. Oh, I thought in you Florida, like my AC broke and it was horrible. Like all my friends were like, oh, we always knew it was you because there was a lot of like SU- red SUVs, like the same one I had um, around there. But th- we always knew it was you because you'd be like half hanging out the window. <laughs> I was just trying to get as much air on me as I could as yeah. I was driving. Yeah. It was horrible. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. I remember, I mean, back when I was in like, you know, um, high school and stuff, we didn't have AC. I didn't have AC in the car. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Oof. That was bad. How about yep. you, Tom? Yep. In, um, in Arizona, we did, but that's Arizona. Like, you have to, you have, you have to, to have it. Right. Yeah, you'll, you'll die. Oh, you'll die. Yeah. Yes. But in Colorado, no way. No, no way. How about but, your car right now? Do you have uh, AC? It does, yeah. Okay. It works good. Yeah, I, I never use it. Um, thankfully, my driving time is early in the morning or late in the evening. I never yeah. have to be in the in the car in the middle of the day. And it cools off. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Nah, lately I've been in the car around like 2 o'clock, which is peak here. Yeah. 2, 3, 4. And I'm like, oh, so hot, so hot, so hot. Um, and then like in the evening, like you said, it gets cool. And it's like my apartment, I've noticed, I'm curious today. Um, you walked in there. Mm-hmm. Was it cool? It was, it was cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been pretty cool because I'm – I wouldn't call it the basement, but it's like the first floor kind of like, yep. and it's been. I had the blinds closed. Yeah, and then the the light tends to hit 
like in the kitchen and then where the um, the deck is. So I kind of close that so it's nice and like dark so it could stay cool because the other half is kind of underneath so it doesn't get any light. So right. Yep. And Cindy was showing me like from her place. Oh the, yeah, you the went view, over there. Yeah, the view you could see just out the corner of the the window you can like see the mountains and the water and it's oh, like oh my god. I thought you were so. gonna say Cindy was showing me how she you can see your apartment from <laughs> yeah. her window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. I thought yeah, yeah, no, I point. I yeah, said, she pointed I, it I, out. I said I yell at you I from saw this it. window. Yeah, yep. I thought that's what you were gonna you were gonna say. No, but you can. I forget that you can from your apartment because you're up above. So I guess the third floor must see even more. Right, the mountains and stuff. Oh, that way, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. Maybe. Well, don't you see some? Yeah, I do, but I don't think it's a height thing of what's blocked. I don't know. Yeah, just a location. Some, There's buildings in the way, but you can trees. like between a couple buildings and trees, yeah. you can see it. There's the peaks. There's the water. It's uh-huh. like yeah, it's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tech Tom, it's your birthday, mm-hmm. and so um, you decided to cook for us. This is what he told us in the last episode that he was gonna. Um, cook for us and stuff and he did he stuck to his promise <laughs> and he made those oh, delicious tech tom ribs <laughs> we should go on tech tom ribs uh, can you please tell me how the hell you make those ribs i'm never gonna try to make it because i'm never gonna make it as good as you so i'm only coming over here to eat those ribs okay yeah yeah so i looked up a cool recipe for like in the oven it's not like the traditional like on the grill and granted it's can hotter. you make it on the grill though? absolutely you're yeah. supposed to i believe that's so- the, the most standard ribs are on the grill okay yeah all right but the the ones I I learned were just like they call them winter ribs because they're supposed to be made in the oven. Okay. And so it's like the, it's all about that dry rub. The dry rub mm-hmm. is like what it comes down to, and they give you a suggested like list of grab this and grab that. But I kind of make on my a own. Second. Hold yeah. on, let's pause. You put some dry rub on it, so why is it so juicy? Yeah. So you dry rub it just yeah. so it gets all I don't nice make and coated. Ribs. Yeah, with seasoning, and then you let it go in the oven, and it's slow and low. It takes multiple hours. It kind of cooks very slow, and then after a while, I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to open up a tinfoil, and then I'm going to add barbecue sauce, and then I'm going to like kind of bake on the barbecue sauce on the top so it gets a little bit more like you know, tangy on the top or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so then you put it in the oven for a little bit more? Yes. Oh, so you're not cooking it with the barbecue sauce the whole time? No, no. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole process yeah, of like an hour in the oven with just the dry rub wrapped in tinfoil, and then you pull it out, and then there's like extra stuff. So the whole process, the first hour is cool. You could like I watch TV, play a video game, right. no big deal. Mm-hmm. But then that second hour, it's like every 10 minutes I got to answer the oven. It's like it's beeping. I've got to go over there, pull it out, paint it with new sauce, flip it around, oh. put it back in. Oh, forget it. I'm not trying this. <laughs> yeah. This is a commitment. Yeah. You know, my co- my cousin Mike, he's also well-known for his ribs. Yeah. He starts the night before oh. in the oven at like 100. Yeah. For like 10 hours. What? Yeah. And then he finishes it off on the grill. Yep. With a, with also barbecue sauce. He does a dry rub, but then after it moves from the oven to yep. the thing, then he does like a, mus- a mustard, uh, like a spicy mustard yep. and like a barbecue mix. Yeah, whatever huh. sauce you start to paint it with, if it's over the grill, it's going to get that, what they call bark is that actual term when it like the, the barbecue sauce gets like crunchy or whatever on the outside. Yeah. yeah it's super. Oh, we're soft. having a rib off. <laughs> yeah. Yours are really good too, Tom. Yours are really good. But yeah, no, he, he, like when he does it, he does like so many because he wants to, he's like, it takes so long. Yeah, mine I'm going to well. do it. Right. I want to eat it all week. Oh, so he'll make it for the whole week? Yeah, and then oh. he like doesn't want you to take leftovers. No? He wants them all. <laughs> like, he's a little greedy bitch. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's even like, I, I know we were just going to be the three of us today, but I made like crazy amounts of food. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, everybody's going to take home what they can take home. Whatever you don't take, I'm going to eat on for the next week. Yeah. I got to say this. So I am not a fan of beans mm-hmm. my whole life. And this, is, this comes from when I was a kid. Um, my dad made me eat chickpeas. Right, like, and, and it was we have this like Portuguese dish called um, feijoada, and I have always hated beans, and he forced me to eat them, so I ended up puking. So for, in my adult life, I avoided beans at all costs because it to me tasted like puke. Yeah. Right. So now when I pull out, so uh, Tech Tom, why are you laughing? Because I have a similar story. Okay. So Tech Tom, I open the fridge and he's like, oh, take that. That's a bean salad. That's some salsa over there and salsa. And so I'm like, Tom, I just got to tell you something. I'm not a fan of beans. And so about, I'll try it. And so I actually ate a decent amount of beans. So now I'm going to be screwed up tonight and tomorrow because my <laughs> stomach is not used to having this type of fiber in it. Yep. Um, but no, I'll take some of that bean, those yeah. beans home. That yeah. was good. It is. It was like a very light. 
very light, very easy. They're just like a standard couple of different beans, kidney beans, cannellini. But did you take them out of the can? You didn't cook yes. those beans. Okay. No, no. So you have to take them out. You have to clean them. You have to rinse them. You have to make sure they're and all then good. You and then put- you have to marinate them in, in like a uh, like a dressing of some sort. And I, I think they were marinating for six or seven hours. So oh, there was so, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I mixed it with the salad mix that I – it was delicious. Mm. It was delicious. Yeah. So, and yeah. it would be very – filling which is nice what's your bean story oh god yeah so my dad used to make like a 18 13 bean soup or something like when i was growing up and uh i was sick one day i was probably like seven it was like the family at the dinner table probably my sister had like a girlfriend over too and they were like oh cindy um like my dad was like you gotta eat your dinner blah blah blah," you know and i wasn't feeling it because i didn't feel very good but they didn't know it yet i guess and like they were like kind of forcing me to eat my dinner and so like i ate it and then like before i finished it i just vomited right back into my bowl Bowl? at the table (laughs) like like you know that movie what i don't remember which movie it is when they're on the um roller coasters and they're like they're vomiting on each other and it's like crazy like projectile um it sounds like an old ladies movie yeah Yeah. sounds familiar projectile (laughs) vomit that's like basically what happened at this table like perfect like stream into the bowl (laughs) and like the bowl overflowed onto the table (laughs) okay enough enough of this conversation but i was traumatized on beans forever after that too yeah so it's taken me a while like the the day that i figured out hummus was chickpeas i was like really wow so to (laughs) me it was like a consistency thing right like um and that just that that consistency in my mouth, but because I could eat them smashed up, but I couldn't eat it like so. This was, I feel like I'm yeah. graduating here. Absolutely. You know? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's all because of Tech Tom. <laughs> yeah. It's the birthday boy. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for cooking for us on your birthday, Tom. Yeah, you're very welcome. I was actually thinking about that more and like, I'd rather have it that way. I'd rather have it like even even it was like a more people festive event. Like, oh, I'd love just like to put together some dishes and everybody show up and like, eat and drink and have a good time like that's, yeah. did I ever tell you I don't know if I said this in the last episode but it's Porchy's tradition I don't do this no, you guys know I don't do this but uh, <laughs> Porchy's tradition in Portugal when it's your birthday you buy drinks for others and you buy the food for them so if you said hey come out to dinner for my birthday you pick up the bill the birthday boy picks up the bill okay Instead of here, it's the opposite, right? So yeah. it's like, it's your birthday, let's go to dinner, everybody pitches in and pays mm-hmm. for you. Yep. But there's usually the birthday boy. So it was like, I remember when I, I like first went and my cousin's like, come out to dinner. I'm like, oh, I'm picking up. Everyone was like, you paying? You paying? Mm-hmm. So of course I'm paying. It's my birthday. And I was like, what? And they're like, the tradition here is that we pay yeah. for yep. you. So you kind of, you know, you made the food for us. I don't know. Yep. And I think yeah. it's like, I think that's like pretty European. Is it? I wonder if America is like one of the only ones who does it the opposite way. Cause like when I was on the boat, it was the same thing. Oh, like, was it? Yeah. It was always like, oh, it's on me. It's my birthday. And I'd be like, nah, it's your birthday. We're all going to pay for right, you. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, so I um yeah, so I was okay with it. I yep. accepted I accepted the ribs and beans yep. and everything I'd, else. I decided a long time ago that for my birthday I would love to peep just like do a barbecue in the backyard. It's in in July. So like everybody come over, let's yeah. just barbecue, let's just hang out. I've had friends and I've done it too where we'd like, Oh, let's go out to eat for my birthday. Let's go find a restaurant, sushi or like someplace nice and yeah. but it's it's a lot of hassle. Yeah. To get everybody together for that time period, how is they going to drive? How are they going to park? They get there. Who's ordering what? Where's the bill split up? It just ends up being this like a headache, crazy nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like if everybody just comes over, they eat what we've got. They can suggest things, bring things, potluck style, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bring some drinks, hang out for a little while, and bail. It just seems like it's yeah, that's it's a lot way. easier. I mean, especially right now with COVID, that's yeah. pretty much our only option, right, to get mm-hmm. together at someone's place um, and celebrate their birthday. Now you can. Now people are doing it a little bit more frequently, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, I I personally like, and I remember I, I would have birthday parties and we'd go to a restaurant and it would be a big group. But now I think I like I like kind of like smaller, four or five people, six people, and that's that. Even traveling, traveling I like three people. If it's girls, three people. That's it, Max. Because then it's just too much. I want to go here. I want to go there. I'm trying to keep up with everybody. It's just is like ah. So I like keeping um my circle small, but like they're important to me, right? So mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And do you have some birthday facts for us? I do. But first, I also wanted to say, so because your birthday is in July, would you always do an ice cream cake? 
Um, I feel like that was the common thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something because at the end of July, it's like it's always hot no matter where I'm at in the world. And so like, oh, yeah, just grab some ice cream. Yeah. yeah well, because I got you an ice cream cake. Yes. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're going to so sing excited. happy birthday for you right after this. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, my birthday's in March, so I would never get an ice cream cake. Um, <laughs> my sister's birthday is in September, so she would always get the ice cream cake. Not always, but most of the time. If they were going to get an ice cream cake, it's going to be in September, right? Yeah. So, uh, but the idea for the ice cream cake actually came, um, from Bruno because he's like, get him an ice cream cake. <laughs> uh, and I was like, Oh, actually, that's a good idea because I was thinking like something smaller, a cupcake, something, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's July. Yeah, he'd want an ice cream cake, you know. Yep. So one thing that's um, – this is on a complete side note. You talk about uh, like birthdays in the summer, ice cream cake. For me, the most exciting thing I think about – this is so ridiculous – is people's birthday. Obviously, you were born from somebody. Somebody nine months ago uh-huh. got pregnant with you. What were is, they doing? Yes, that yeah. is the, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> and so, like, I am born on July 27th. Yeah. My mother's anniversary is October Halloween, 31st. I'm like, I know exactly where I came from. Oh. It was a Halloween date night. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it's at. And, you know, on top of that, I was born July 27th. My, my brother was born July 21st. Uh, so like the next year, so it's like oh, obviously there was a reoccurring birthday party that ended right, with right, some right, kind right, of fun, right, yeah. and my sister is in early August. So it's like okay, cool. So then around she the was same time, around, it's within yeah, yeah. a week or two. That's like give it a little bit of I time. I never really kind of well, don't do that with your siblings, <laughs> like with my sister. So so for example, my nephew's birthday is coming up August eighth, right? So that's eight months. So I think back to like all right, January. So that was December. So that was like. Maybe after Thanksgiving, yep. like you know what I mean. Like I'm yep. like, I don't want to think about this. this is-. And so my other nephew is the end of September, and so I was like, Yep, that was Christmas, yep. New Year's, one of those, right? I'm probably Cinco de Mayo. Is that what it is? <laughs> I never figured out mine. I'm yep. March 28th. So what is that? Oh gosh, I can't even. End of March would be like nine months earlier in front of that. I don't even know. Six so April six- Fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it was my dad's birthday. Hey, no, no, so no. That's, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so that's six. It'd have to be in June. June. It would have to be June. Yeah. There's nothing special in but June. But is there not something like big for like everybody else? But is there something personal that happens in June? Maybe there was a birthday or maybe an anniversary. It's, or it's, a, it's uh, what is it? National Portugal Day or something like that. <laughs> so maybe that. My parents' anniversary is in May. Yeah. What, oh, I was thinking like Cinco oh, de Mayo. Shit. Maybe it is. Anniversary. I'm telling you. I think I'm they were married you, in June. You gotta look at that <gasps> stuff. It's hilarious. That's really sad though, because it's like they'd never have sex otherwise. It's just on a Once a year, nope. girl. Once a year. Yeah. That's enough at that yeah. age. No, I don't want to say it's yeah, not. Listen, wait, 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 no, parents. it's not. Hold on, my sister. So I left my house when I was like 18, right? To I went to school in Boston, so whatever. My sister stayed until she got married. I want to say she was like 25. And so like, obviously her bedroom was right next to my parents' bedroom. And she would say sometimes there was like, uh, there was a, um, a picture outside of their room. Right. And my sister's like, yo, that thing was crooked. So she'd have to. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, now, wait a minute. I don't know. You know what? I don't know if it was about my parents or her husband's parents mm-hmm. that there was a picture on the other side. It was something about a picture and she'd have to readjust it. So somebody's uh. parents were having <laughs> sex all the time. So I was like, Sandra, don't tell me that stuff. That like bothers me, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I don't know if this has happened to you or when one of your parents tries to talk to you about like sex with the other, they're like, well, I don't know. Your mom's not really interested anymore. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, that thing is a little weird. I'm like, yes. listen, dad, no, no, you see time. Yeah. We're crossing the line. Yeah. We're not talking yes. about this right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, right. I know I'm an adult now, but I don't want to know. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, eh, yeah. yeah gra- I think you watch the older they get, the little bit more open they get. Yes. My, my grandpa got crazy uh, on me after my grandma passed away. And, you know, there was a lot of like, oh, I, I missed the, the, the soup she used to make. And I missed the food. And then it was like, and the way she and, touched and me. I missed this. And I'm like, <laughs> All right, right on for you. She's like, sometimes we go overseas and she just needed a little help to get ready to roll. And I'm like, all right. But he was like, you know, we, we had sex in every country we went to. Like when we oh, vacation, right. I don't okay. care if we were like 60, 70, we just, we jumped in it. Like, it's like, we're in a new country. We have to do it tonight. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I love that. No wonder traveling was so important to you guys. <laughs> like, you're in Venice. You might as well get weird. Like, yeah. Get normal. <laughs> I, I think that's cute. Yes. I think it's very cute. Um, all right. So what happened was 
I decided to bring the book that I was, I told you about it last episode about birthdays. And so it goes into your sign, into your actual birth date. So this is the secret lang- language of birthdays. And this was given to me years ago. So I'm sure there's a more recent copy of this, but it's still pretty cool to open up and read about that person or, or like, you're like, Oh, does this fit my personality or mm-hmm. not? Now listen, it's a very long. Um, so I'm going to just kind of give you the highlights of the stuff. Uh, so for July 27th, which is Tech Tom's birthday, yes. um, let's see, you are a Leo, mm-hmm. um, and you're the first Leo. Like, there's three yeah. different Leos you could be. You're number one. I'm there, early, all right? early Leo. You're fire. <laughs> okay. I'm fire as well. I'm um, air. That's well, we need air for fire. <laughs> this is probably why we get along. <laughs> I like that fire, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. And what is Jeff? Jeff's not with us again because he's still in Cali. He's yeah. uh, August Taurus, right? I, I believe so. Taurus. Taurus, yeah. What's Taurus? Mm. Pain in Earth? my ass. Earth. <laughs> uh, I think it's like Earth or something. Not Earth. Yeah. I feel like it's Earth related, but he might be an up or down from the, the main cycle. I don't To be honest, I don't know. Fire, Taurus, Earth. Yeah. yeah. See, that's right. He's more Earth. Like, how do I say it? I would associate those people with like more realistic. They're a little bit more grounded. Grounded. Earth, yeah. Grounded. Yeah. And, and us fire signs, we kind of act on our impulses. Yep. Um, and, you know, air is just air. <laughs> They're over here. <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Well, at least you're not fire because that's probably why I don't get along with the. I'm sorry, at least you're not water. Probably why I don't get along with water signs. Well, because like, I turn you off. Right, because my daddy drives me crazy. He's a Pisces. That's a water sign. That's interesting. <laughs> they put you out. Cancer's a, wa- cancer a water sign. There's a couple friends that I have that are cancer, and they drive me crazy. Yep. Yep. And let's see what else. Oh, my mom's a Scorpio, but that's, she, that's a water sign. Yeah. Well, Leo and Scorpios are like... Yeah, like butt heads. Just, no, no, they are together, man. That's really? the glue. Yeah. Oh, I've well, joked well, about we'll that one. We'll find out in this book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. So, your fire sign... Um, let's see. Strengths. You are orderly, forceful, and decisive. And you are decisive. I can see that. came out as like indecisive. I don't see forceful. Yeah. What's the forceful one? The other ones, yes. I don't know. know. I've never seen them in like a working situation, like at your job, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you forceful? I'm absolutely forceful. Yeah, you like- Some guy parked in front of my driveway the other day, a big semi truck, and I had to go out there and give him peace of my mind. Okay. Yep. Get this fucking truck out of my goddamn driveway, or I swear to God, I'm going to report you like God. Yelling at this guy through my mask, because we have to wear the mask. And I'm just yelling at him. He's walking. He's like, oh, I don't know, bro. And I'm like, thank God you said it was at work, because I did park in front of your driveway. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, wait, you didn't come out and yell at me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it depends maybe on the situation. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen that side yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Weakness, weaknesses, change resistant, so you don't like change. That could be true, yes. Yeah. Self-unaware, yes. Yep. I can <laughs> like see you're that. not aware, self-aware, self-unaware. Is yeah. that a yes? Yeah, he, yeah that's his absolutely. weakness. I think so. Yeah. Oh, this is not. This is procrastinating. I don't think that you're uh, procrastinating. Probably to some degree. Like procrastinating I, I think I have, getting on dating apps. Yes, yes. There are <laughs> definitely avenues of my life that I procrastinate. And I feel that's a little bit of a generalization, though. Like most with most horoscope kind of things, it's mm-hmm. like you could say that about anybody, and anybody would have to agree. Oh, yeah. There's things I don't I don't do regularly, and I'm I'm down with that too. Like obviously, I was able to cook and clean today, but there's right. other stuff I'm putting on the back burner. So yeah, whatever. Well, I was like, I used the bathroom upstairs. Oh, that's kind of clean over here. I'm like, I bet you he cleaned by today because <laughs> he knew we were coming over. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, See? yeah, yeah. I was his day day off. You stayed home. It was my day yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. The last two days. So I even had an extra Sunday. day to like kind of work on. But things. you didn't do it until today. No, I, 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 we kind of maintained it, but no, it was not done in detail until today. Usually, I just walk into the bathroom peeing everywhere and everything, and yeah. so I just had to go mop it all up today before you came in. Goddamn, guys. <laughs> all right, here is um, about your health, okay? We're going to hit that one. Um, because they so often work with organizations, July 27, people are likely to have a fairly structured life, and thus it is possible for them to schedule regular meals, uh, exercise, and sleep. Hold on. And thus it is possible for them to schedule regular meals, exercise, and sleep. Mm-hmm. Meals and exercise, uh, meals and sleep. Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, what about what happened yeah. to exercise? But so exercise isn't part of my equation right now. For a but- while, well, we did talk about yeah. before how like we work well on a schedule. Yes. 
and like we like like don't mess with my schedule, right? Yep. Or if there is, that's why we're very resistant to change too, because it messes with your schedule and your routine. So once you're down to a routine, right? We've talked yep. about that before, Absolutely. and you've said that you like having a routine. And yeah. if you, if you made exercise part of your routine, then you would stick with it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've had no problem telling anybody that like, oh, this is out of my routine. I'm never going to get crazy on somebody because I had to do something different. But um, yeah, but you'll be a little like – Just a little bit less thrown off by it. And it's like having to like change my mindset to, yes. oh, now I'm adapting. I'm on the fly. Look at me like adapting to what's going on. But yeah, I my agree. regular routine is like, oh, yeah, this is where I'm at. <laughs> um, that's kind of how I've been with even with the whole COVID thing. And it's like, where am I supposed to be right now? What do I have to do? Da-da-da-da. And then like starting at the radio station, same thing. I, I kind of like – I, I, I'm like, don't worry. Once you get it down to a routine, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But yeah. Also a dating. What? For you. Like when you started dating. Yeah. Like your routine was thrown way off. Well, thrown off. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. All right. Um, vigorous exercise is recommended for these highly physical people. Mm-hmm. Tech time. Yeah. We got to get you working So it's out. crazy because I don't, I don't work out. I don't have an exercise regimen, but um, so just in my work life, I have to walk a block down to my warehouse yeah. and occasionally they'll be like, Oh, we need a keyboard from there. 85 pound, hundred pound keyboard. Like normally you just take a dolly down there or drive a vehicle. But there's times when I will resort to, I got this and I go down and I'll put that on my shoulder, like a big keyboard and I will walk it up the street and <laughs> I am sweating and out of breath by the time I get there. But I could see where that pl- plays into that, like choosing exercise over being stagnant, being sterile. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, all right. So vigorous exercise is recommended for these highly physical people. This can range from hiking and climbing to achievement oriented activities in competitive team sports. Yep. You did used to play right? did. football. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Football, basketball, baseball. I grew up with all the sports stuff like crazy. <clears throat> Ordinary, well-balanced meals will help maintain their general good health. Yep. That's false. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat, I, I do cook for myself, but it's not like this is a great meal I made tonight, but there's times when I'm just like, you know, I think I, I, I am nuggets. notorious for frozen chicken nuggets, eating them, most of them frozen before they're cooked. Ugh. I can do like um, uh, instant potatoes from the box, just into your mouth, just like shake them up, chew them down, like it's no big deal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm instant rice. I can do instant rice from the box. Like any can, anything can, canned beans, canned meat, crack the yes. can, eat it. Like it's it's already cooked it's in the can. Like, come on, you don't got to do shit. Like, yeah. Suck town. These are things. By the way, <laughs> I'm sorry. We didn't eat what was on the stove. Oh yeah, yeah. There's still some up there. Yeah. What was it? What was it? It's a uh, it's it's a Mexican fried rice with pork, and I substituted the rice for cauliflower. So it's oh, like yeah. a non-carb. We talked about it, and yeah. then so full, we didn't bring though. it to the table. I know. Yeah. I made I made more than I ever should have made for yeah. three people. We'll so. have to we'll have to take <laughs> yes. some. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let me go back to this. <laughs> Those born on this day may be prone to a periodic psychological crisis uh, when they have trouble handling. Handling on their own when they have trouble, yeah, handling on their own, particularly if they have not dealt with emotional problems before. Okay. We need to get you to the therapist. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, don't, I don't think that that happens very often to me. There's times when things get really heavy and I tend to bottle them up and just like close yeah. down. But I've, I've often found that nothing as big as you make it that, at that moment and all you have to do is breathe and move on and in a day or two or in time, everything will just pass. Everything will be cool. Yeah. So. But sometimes it helps talking to somebody. Yeah. Thankfully, I I play heavy metal, so I can just like I'm. <laughs> that gray. explains a yeah, lot. I'm gray and rainy and angry. I got a perfect place for that. Just like ah, output it goes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, seeking the advice of a therapist. I didn't read that far, but yeah. seeking the advice of a therapist, advisor, or a close friend who is able to be both caring and objective is advisable. Yep. So here's a question I would love to ask you because I've I've talked to Jeff, talked to my friends and stuff. Do you guys have therapists? Do you see therapists? Um. So. I had never seen a therapist. I think uh, when I lost my job, I had a good friend that was like, um, he's become my mentor. Uh, and he was like, I really would like would like you to go see this therapist that I see. Um, and she does she does something a little different. Um, this is actually the first time I've ever talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does, I wish I knew, I'm, and it's slipping my mind right now, kind of the way. Cognitive it, behavioral? Um, well, it's the way you think. So she's like, let's say I'm angry or upset or this about this. She kind of makes you, well, is this true? Is that how you, how it really happened? Or is that you processing it that way? Right. And then, um, so for example, losing my job was a huge thing. 
Yep. You know, and I think in right now, I like see a lot of other friends that have lost their radio job and they're going to go through the same process. Like it's almost like a grieving process and all this stuff. So it was me kind of getting over that. And also I did a lot of self work on myself, like learning how to open up more, learning how to appreciate the things I have and being grateful. So that was separate. Um, but I think that, uh, she, she kind of, she did help me get through that, um, kind of like I got discouraged and I was still upset and, and crying about it. Like to me, I was like, I never cried about, you know, losing my job, but then finally it was able to like open that gate and just kind of letting it out, letting yep. it out and saying, no, you know, it didn't feel right. And saying those things. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't seen her in a few months, but I feel like I would want to go see a different therapist. Um, to deal with more like relationships and just like other, other things, you know, on my sure. mind. Um, yep. because she was, she was fine for that, but I just feel like I need somebody else who's kind of just going to get me, get me more, Yeah, you know, yep. open and me up. Cindy, you ever see anybody? Yeah. I've periodically, um, seen therapists. I've always thought like, I would like to see one more consistently. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think everybody could benefit from having a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but with school and things like that, like it would always fall off or like insurance problem or, you know, um, and that's always hard when you're like, oh boy, like I might need to see a new person yeah, and yeah. then you like start from the beginning or you like have to like tell them your trauma or your whatever. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then yep. you don't go, but yep. it's very, um, helpful. And a couple summers ago I saw a hypnotherapist mm. And that was really intense. Like I, I was seeing her like to get over a breakup, but not really just get over a breakup. It was more like I had a lot of, I, during the breakup and the end of the relationship, I started to realize I had a lot of like triggers and like unresolved things with myself and with like my, one of my first relationships. Um, I think that was, you know, uh, physical ended physically and, you know, um, and I didn't hadn't realized it. And so she actually, while I thought I was working on like the more recent breakup, um, when like I was in the like hypno area, she brought out some stuff that was like all the way from like a decade before. Yep. And like it was weird. Like yeah. I was crying, grabbing my neck. It was like some weird stuff. And like I woke up like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, and you're never really asleep though, but it was like And she was like, oh, is this from so-and-so, like the recent person? And I was like, no, Mm. it was from so-and-so, you know? And I was like, whoa. So I think it's like it can dig up some stuff. Um, Like you were saying earlier, I just bottle it up or, you know, and it's like the things we bottle up don't go away. Mm -hmm. They just stay in there. And so it's always good to actually release it by talking about it. Both of you guys had good experiences with Mm -hmm. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's my question to that because you read it at the end of that little thing you wrote. And so – I've never had any kind of therapy at all. Mm-hmm. From my growing up and stuff, um, it, it's kind of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm a man. Just get over it. Just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but that's, that's even – this is Portuguese too. Like yeah. no one in my family ever went to a therapist. Yep. The same thing. Like, oh, no, or you'll be okay. Yeah. You'll be okay. Or just cry it out or whatever. Yeah. And it, we were taught to like never talk about our problems yep. and never open up about it because it was frowned upon. Yep. Or or you were talked to like, that didn't really happen. Whatever. It's okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. We could go, go over it. And it's kind of like a kid falling and crying mm-hmm. on their knees and, you're, you know, they scrape themselves and your mom's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Rub it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. fine. But like at the end, if things, if these things have bothered you, have scarred you, they're going to show up in your future, right? Yep. And, and as you, as you're growing up, even more sometimes because you're not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Which I've kind of tried to tell people going forward from my experiences and stuff is that sometimes the way we are brought up and the way things move mm-hmm. forward isn't actually like the way they are. And even seeing in, in the most recent times in in Seattle where we live and stuff, seeing some very interesting people doing interesting things in a different way that I ever knew possible. It's like, oh shit, there's really, there's a million ways to be in life. And so for anybody to put you down because the way you feel, the way you mm-hmm. act, the way you like uh, mm-hmm. approach things or your emotional sensibilities and stuff, like it's, it's bananas. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done it personally, but it's been on my mind should. a little bit. Yeah. No, I think you should. I, I trust highly me. recommend it. Yeah. And yeah. like in the beginning, it's going to feel like, well, first off, I think you talk and you're like, I don't, I don't really want to tell mm-hmm. this person all my personal crap, right? And then like and as you open it. up, right, as you open up, it comes out. And then like 
the tears start flowing and you're like, Oh my God. But I think you, then you also feel something lifted off your chest. Yeah. And here's how I look at it. This therapist, they're not going to see me like, you know what I mean? On the street or anything. This is all private. So Mm -hmm. that's why to me, sometimes it's better to talk to a therapist as opposed to maybe friends or something. Cause you may yeah. be a little bit shy yeah. and you don't want them, you know, um, to be like, Oh, they think this about me or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I will say, I think I have a great group group of friends so I could talk to Cindy mm-hmm. about anything, but sometimes shit's personal. I don't want to talk yep. to you about everything. Or, or I have, you know, my sister too. I could talk to her and other times, no other times. Like I called you last week and I was like, Dude, I don't know what it is. Like something was bothering me, and I can't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what it is. She's like, Yeah, well, it's an awkward time. I said, I don't know if it's just because my schedule is off. That's yep. what I said. Like, yep. I just have a sense. It, for me, sometimes it's a sense of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be somewhere. I need this. And so, what that therapist lady that I saw kind of helped me with the anxiety, where it was like, ah, but I need to have a full time job now. Well, is that true, or are you doing okay right now? No, I'm doing okay right now. So it helped me put put me in check prospectively like mm-hmm. you're fine listen there's a lot of people losing their job right now you're good like yep. you know so i keep like keeps on keeps you okay maybe it's not happening right now but it will when it's right like it just kept me kind of like positive kind of positive reinforcement and positive thoughts yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah and i know we're getting like a little bit off topic but like for you and for any listeners who might be thinking about like seeing a therapist like you have to push through the first couple visits mm-hmm. because it like one, it might not, there's two different ways. The first visit could go. You don't dig too much into anything because like they don't want to push you too hard on a first visit and you don't want to open up that much. So it might feel like, Oh, that was kind of pointless. Or there is somehow they do get through to you. And there is some like heavy feeling with whatever you're holding on to. And then like you feel really angsty after and exhausted and all those feelings are resurfaced and you're like, fuck that person. I'm never going back. But it's like, that's like, you got to lean into the discomfort because Mm -hmm. that's like the beginning of the healing and stuff. And so I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, I went to a therapist once. I'll never do it again. Or, you know, and it's like, oh, that's unfortunate because like if you kept going, you get to a place where it felt good, Mm -hmm. but it's going to feel it's going to be bad, not worse good. before it feels good. Yeah. Like yeah. It, you're going to feel like shit and almost like beat upon, I feel yeah. like. Cause you're like, oh, you know, cause it sucks. Like yeah. I don't want to open myself and be super vulnerable mm-hmm. to this person I just met. I don't want to be vulnerable to anybody, right? You yep. think to yourself like that. But the thing is, it's like, unless you become vulnerable, nothing is going to change in your yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. Right. And things need to start changing. So you need to change that perspective, what you're thinking mm-hmm. as far as like, uh, oh, therapy's crazy. You need to start changing it the way you think as well. So unless you become vulnerable, nothing is going to change in your life. And you yep. remember seeing me like when I was seeing that lady, like um, once a week, once every couple of weeks. Yeah. Like on that day, like I wouldn't want to answer my phone. I wouldn't yeah. want to see anybody. I would go home and I would just lay on my couch and I wouldn't like go home and cry or anything. But I just felt so like physically and emotionally drained. drained. I just like would think maybe I'll go work out or I'll do this or I'll do that. And it's like, actually, no, I'm sorry. I need to just go home. And I would just like kind of curl up on the couch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That happens to me sometimes now where I'm just like, especially if it's been a day that I've been running around and in contact with a lot of people, I just want to come home and just quiet for like 30 minutes. Give me an hour. Mm -hmm. Let me cuddle with my cats where it's like, it's just a draining, Mm -hmm. right? It's draining. Yep. Absolutely. So we're going to find a therapist for you, Tom. <laughs> Tech Tom. Tech Tom. All right. Here's some advice. This also gives you advice for July 27th birthdays. Face up your real needs and wants. Uh, don't agonize over personal decisions too long. Try to be honest with yourself. Beware of representing your true feelings. Uh, mental control can only take you so far. Learn to let go. Okay. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo to this book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then meditation. I exist only for the world. I belong to no one, least of all to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then remember I said you were in the first part of Leo. Yes. This one will give you like, uh, let's see, Leo personality. So let's see if this is like, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm reading this, just this one uh, okay. section. All right. So Leo one people are among the most powerfully authoritative of the year. Although many have leadership qualities, it is not the act of commanding others that usually appears to them, but asserting themselves and being taken seriously. Okay. 
guess, yeah, your job. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Also, much of their energy is channeled inward rather than outward. Okay. I would say, say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, toward developing their own strengths and abilities. Success for these tough individuals may not always be measured in worldly terms either. Often they have private goals whether intellectual or physical, which they pursue with unrelenting tenacity. Uh, Surpassing their own previous achievements may figure prominently for them. Leo ones are not people who blend in with the wallpaper. (laughs) Uh, I like that. Uh, In fact, too often they feel the need to dominate their environment. The more advanced born in this period learn that greater results can often be achieved without making their presence felt too strong. However, the the posture of a Leo one naturally tends toward the imposing and therefore no matter what they do, it is difficult for them to remain unobtrusive. Uh, since their outlook is generally forceful and positive, Leo one, you are positive. Leo ones may not be able to understand moodiness or negativity in others. <laughs> if their own outlook becomes negative through rejection or failure, they may be ill-equipped to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Leo ones often find themselves in situations where they are called upon to make decisions for others. They tend to be un- and upwardly mobile in their orientation and may well reach positions of power where responsibilities can be truly crushing. For the most part, those born in this period are more than capable of handling challenging demands, but in some cases, their own private goals and real interests can get swallowed up in their professional life. Yeah, yep, you start yep. doing a lot of shit for others, Absolutely. Tech Tom. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this can, of course, lead to frustration. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Perhaps one scenario for such Leo one is that in their drive for success, they make themselves indispensable to their firm or organization, and they are simply unable to leave. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, having grown used to the rewards earned and the feeling of being needed and valuable. So there you go. Yep. Uh, learn to accept advice. Learn to accept people as they are, both a positive and negative. It is probably use, useless to try to camouflage yourself, uh, but do try to be more diplomatic and sensitive. Although you are good at making decisions for others, you may have overlooked making some crucial decisions for yourself. It doesn't make you less of a person to be a bit more easygoing. Yeah. I think you're easygoing, though. Yep. Yeah. I try to be easygoing, but I do feel a lot about um, uh, in there they kind of mentioned the um, – not seeing other people's like when they're down, when they're not feeling it or whatever. Like to me, when I run into somebody, especially it's work oriented. If I feel somebody who's not down or even like, even in our crew, it's like, Oh, I just don't feel like recording today or I'm pushing it out. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like step up. Like this is what we do. Like yeah, we're yeah. doing it right now. Like you said, you said seven on Saturday. This is when we're getting recording. Even yeah. the guys at work, I'm like, what do you mean you're having a down day? We're all having a down day. Figure it out. Yeah. And so I want to impart that on them. And it's like, Hey man, just. We all got to get through it together. Yeah. But I do find it funny that they were like the um, – supposedly by that book, My Type Are Not Wallflowers. And it's funny they bring up the you know, flowers in the wall because yeah, yeah. I've been called a wallflower my whole life. Mm. I will go to a party and nobody will know I'm there because I'm at the corner in the back yeah. just hanging out. And so that's that's my vibe. And so I I, I haven't like gone and pushed against it. I've leaned into it. That's, I enjoy that, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. wallflower is not an uncommon – uh, description of how I huh. behave. Yeah, you do a lot of listening. Yes. Yeah, you do. Absolutely, you don't do a lot of talking unless someone engages it's you directly. Talking yeah. To you. yeah, yes, I can see that. Yeah, so there you have it. Then there goes into like this has so many <laughs> element, whatever. It goes into the fire sign um, personality. So if you're a fire sign, like an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, um, basically, let's see. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, it, yeah I could go into their personality types and to all this yeah. other stuff we I should that, crazy that, AF this, this would be fantastic to do with all four of our birthdays because like, yeah. I know that um, we just had Jeff's birthday April your birthday yeah. so well, well me uh, the two of us are both fire signs yes and then like I said Jeff is what did I say he was Taurus Earth. Earth. Earth yeah and then you're fabulous <laughs> air but now we just need a water sign so yeah but water signs can't mix in here <laughs> i know yeah um but yeah no this book is pretty good like it gets you down into the nitty-gritty that's why i like it and i know you want to read your birthday <laughs> she's like where's february bring it to february i think february is all the way actually in yeah. the back i think it'd be um, fun i think it'd be fun to go through all these and kind of chat with you know especially if we do them in a timely manner it'd be yeah. good it'd be good to see what's yeah. up yeah um, again, the book's name is uh, The Secret Language of Birthdays. Yeah. And like I said, I want to say, usually write the copyright in here, right when it was printed. 
I think it was 2000 or something. Yeah. So, so you're looking it's at a book somewhere. that's like 20 years old. I'm but sure we can put a link to it somewhere. Yeah, copyright 1994, <laughs> maybe. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, so I think there's probably a newer version. Yeah. And if the if the company wants to send me a new version, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, for the people who can't see it, it's an encyclopedic book. It That's is right. a massive This looks like book. the Bible, dude. Yeah. Like I said to I had Cindy pick it up in my house cuz I was like I wanted to come straight here. And so um I was like it's probably the size of a Bible. Yeah. It is. It's huge. Yep. You know, yeah. and so back then I was really into um, zodiac signs. Like I'd be like, "Ooh," and I still am. Let us be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still have my friend Tracy always texts me and is like, "Hey, um, so so and so, my friend is an Aries and she's dating a Leo. <laughs> what do you think?" I was like, "Oh my god, that's so great!" You're like I'll I'll be able to tell you, kind of like you know. Uh, and she's like, "What? Oh, really?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that was one of my exes." But beware of this. Oh, we can be stubborn. Are they gonna fight like crazy? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I always get like that. Um, all right. So to finish up the podcast, I did write a question here. Since it's your birthday, mm-hmm. I thought to myself. Um, uh, this would be a, a great question to end this episode. What was the moment where you thought, damn, I'm getting old? <laughs> I, I I don't know for sure that I felt it a little bit. I feel it in like the, the things around me, the young kids, especially mm-hmm. their their music, their art, their culture. And I see it so much at work, but it hasn't dawned on me just yet. Like yeah. as far as like heavy hitting, like, oh my gosh, like, like you're – Damn, I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah, you're super crazy. I think probably just the age in the actual number itself. Yeah. I was born in 1982. Uh-huh. So it puts me a little bit older up there. I'm close to 40 now at this point. And so mm-hmm. when I dive into where was my parents when they were that old, and I'm like, holy shit, they had like crazy families. Like, Yeah, they have kids already. Yeah, I was yeah. already born. My, my brothers and sisters were already born. And here I am with like no kids. And I'm just like hanging out. And so – right. Yeah, that to me is the biggest one, is the actual, probably the date, the actual age itself. Uh, like, yeah. Holy crap. Because you don't feel it. Nope. And, but it's just this number that you see on a piece of paper and you're like, damn. Yeah. Maybe I should have been married and had kids by now and divorced. Yeah. Or it <laughs> yeah. even comes up like later on if you're like hanging out, it's like, oh yeah, this is this guy making music, whatever, he's 40 years old. It's like, oh shit, this guy's 40 years old and he's mm-hmm. making music or this guy's out and he's dating, he's on the app and he's... 40 years old. I even thought, like, I brought up the app one time when we, when we were doing the dating app stuff, and I moved that filter a little bit forward, and all of a sudden, the girls on there changed dramatically. <laughs> and they weren't the same girls as the younger, like, 32 to 35 to 37 year old. All yeah. of a sudden, the 38, 39, 40, 42, 45, like, there's a different different caliber of woman on there. And yeah. it's not, not to say it's better or worse, it's just different. And I was like, oh, crap, that's, that's, that's what I have in store for me. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> How about you, Cindy? Um, what was the moment where you were like, damn, I'm getting old? Uh, when, like, I was being asked what I wanted for, like, Christmas or something, and I wanted, like, a vacuum and, like, good luggage. <laughs> and I was like, ew, that's not exciting. Who am I becoming, <laughs> yeah, right? That? And, then, like, today I was, like, got out of my car and I was, my hip caught, and, like, I spent two hours trying to stretch out my, le- like, feeling like I needed to click my hip back in. Um, and it was super painful and I was like, wow, I'm pretty fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> this wow. is awesome. Um, uh, <laughs> and then for me, what was the moment where, where I thought to myself, damn, I'm getting old. My nephew, who's my godchild, who's the oldest, um, is turning 15 on August 8th. So shout out to Nathan. But I recently moved and in the transition, I've been going through boxes and photos and I found the album, like when he was born, I was in the hospital with my sister and like, I was like, Damn. Mm-hmm. And so I thought to myself, like, how 15 years goes by like this, like so fast and everything that's happened. And then even going through my albums, too, it's just like, oh, I have the picture. I'm like, I should just throw all this stuff away. And then another half of me is like, why did you take so many pictures, D? Why? Now you have all these albums. Like, yep. there's so many pictures everywhere. So that's like Sorry. one of my boxes that I have to, I'm like figuring out where to put it and everything. But yeah, like, I'm kind of like, Wow. Well, I remember as a kid, my favorite part was going through my mom's photo albums. Mm -hmm. I really loved looking at them because I wanted to see what she looked like when she was younger, what she looked like when she had me, like all this stuff. And what she, you know, what she looked like when she was single and looking for a poppy, you know, like, uh, and like what my dad looked like. Like, I just, I was always very curious. I wanted to see. So I think that like my nephews will also be like, is that what I look like? 
was a kid. Would you not? Like, you know, probably their voice will change. Uh, so. And it's so crazy bringing this up because like when I was um, back from my grandpa's funeral in October, uh-huh. I brought back all of our family's 8 millimeter films. I don't know if I told you guys this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 or 48 millimeters. I digitized them all within the last two weeks. So I now have them all as digital files that I can oh. share. And I made a super cut for my family of just like the, the, the wonderful moments. And seeing my grandmother is like – high school prom date, like going to prom, putting the corsage on of my grandpa. And I'm just like, oh my God, would I have been friends with these people? Because I mean, they're young kids and I'm like, oh my gosh. And watching them behave on the camera, yeah. it's just clips. I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah, she was amazing. She made her own dresses. She has like modeling her own dresses in the videos. Oh, and yeah, it's so yeah. fantastic. So my grandpa was a little bit of like a, a farm jock kind of guy, like the low brow. Like you could tell he was of salt of the earth, like sweating and, yeah. and, and pain was his his deal or whatever. But yeah, so fantastic to see that and see that right. and look back and be like, oh my gosh, these is where when they didn't know what their future was and they didn't know what their future, what, what they were going to be and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Little did they know that they were going to be older and have kids and then have kids and kids. And here I am. I'm All part right. of their family. And yeah. So bananas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, keep those photo albums. I'm not going to throw out the photo albums. I'm just – there's these random pictures sometimes that are like here and there and I'm like, Where am I, I got to – now I got to buy another photo album to put these photos in, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that was like, you have to think before the digital days, yes. right? This is when we had like, um, well, some of them are when we had a camera with film in it that yes. we had to go develop at CVS or something. Yep. Um, and then, then we came the digital camera, which you can actually see the photo and then you could delete whatever ones you didn't want. And so like, then I have photos from that. Those are like the, you know, the smiles are, we're like, all right, these look better. Mm-hmm. And then came the whole, like, you know, your cell phone. Yeah. And, and it's been since I worked like a, a year ago. I worked at a, um, I did a sound event for a, um, uh, which is the, is it bar mitzvah, bomb mitzvah, which one's the, for the girl? I forget with the uh, bat mitzvah. Yeah. One of those or whatever. And it's the girl, it's her coming of age. Age, you know, mm-hmm. 16, 15, whatever it is. And the slideshow, they played a slideshow and it was all Instagram and Facebook pictures and video. And I'm like, oh my God, like this, they have a wealth of stuff they could show. The growing up, being from a baby when her yeah. family was taking pictures of cell phones with her. And it's like, holy crap, this has never happened before and until this moment because my family couldn't do it. And, you know, heaven forbid our older family couldn't do it at all. So, yeah. Yeah, having it right there on your on your digitally digital yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It really Part is. of me has thought about like, oh, should I just take it and make these all digitals because it's taking up you know space on my bookcase, um, kind of like uh, CDs. Yep. Like I, I have two boxes full of CDs, and I'm like, should I toss? I don't want to toss them. So now I'm stuck with like, what do I do with these CDs? Yes. Yeah. So I do have answers for that because <laughs> I, I deal with that. Yes. You're a tech Tom. <laughs> I deal with I deal with old media, and I, I I absolutely love old media, old records, old eight millimeter. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Digitize it all, pictures and everything. Digitize it all. Get it on a digital version, and then copy it on some flash drives. Copy it on the cloud. Make it so your family can all enjoy it. Everyone in your family can enjoy this, yeah. and then relish in the physicals because you have the physical. And walking into a house, we talked about this. I made those little like Polaroid mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah. And it's so cool walking in and being like, oh, there's a picture of us or whatever, and it's a Polaroid, and how wacky is that? So I think it's it's good to do both. It's good to digitize as much as you can of the old media while reserving some of it to be just like to be loved and stuff and putting mm-hmm. around your house and being able to walk into a room and be like, oh, dang, because our cell phone pictures aren't on the wall of our bathroom. They're not mm-hmm. on the wall of our living room, but these things are, and we haven't gone and stepped to print our old stuff or yeah, our new yeah. stuff yet. So, wow. yeah, I think it's fantastic. Sure. <sighs> All right. So tech time, time to, for you to blow out your candles. We're going to go eat some cake upstairs, some ice cream cake, Oreo, by the yes. way. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for you guys to eat ice cream cake, I had enough yesterday. So yeah. I know. I know. I'll just lick some frosting. That's it. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Tom. Thank you very much. Tech happy time. birthday, Tom. We love you. <laughs> love you long time. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me. It's just at Deanna Cruz.